Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And since last episode you gave me Stealing Harvard, which had Tom Green in it, I figured it was a good opportunity to do his one and only hit, or movie that he done. Uh, Be careful how you throw the word hit around. Right, right. right. <laughs> Freddie got fingered, and it was a success. How? We're gonna Financially? Get- no, not Financially. For whatever Tom Green wanted to do with this movie, I think it succeeded in all fronts. Dude, I feel like there's certain points in this movie where like it almost resembles a real movie. And then Tom Green was just like, all right, this is this is too normal. And then just stands up on a fucking conveyor belt and slaps people in the face with his sausage. Like I was just like, what the fuck is this even for? Like, were you a uh, Tom? Uh, I don't know if we talked about it much, but were you a Tom Green fan? No, see, that's the thing. We did talk about it last episode a it, little bit. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I fucking can't stand Tom Green. Yeah, you said your dad hated the show, and he's like, I'm not recording that shit. I remember that, but yeah. I didn't know if you yourself were like how you felt about Tom Green. Yeah, um, like I said, stealing Harvard for me is his fucking Academy Award winning <laughs> role. Like it's the best at him and road trip. Like that's the perfect amount of Tom Green. Give him five minutes. Give him a guitar for a second. Give him a snake. You know what's another great Tom Green movie? Fucking Grind. Yeah. Where he's playing the guy at the fucking uh, skate park mm-hmm. with the turntables. That is like the g- best jokes he's ever had. Jimmy was fucking. Jimmy was like, the turntables like Jimmy man. Yeah, Jimmy. So Tom Green was a huge. Like success, like the kids liked him. So I'm sure an executive was like, uh, "I don't understand you, but the kids like you. So here's some money. Go make you a movie." How how long was that shitty show of his on TV? I'm not sure. It couldn't have been that long. It was a hot minute. I remember watching it regularly. So I do. I remember as a kid it being on, but I was just like, "Man, this is so fucking." Dumb. I mean, to be completely honest, he was a pioneer of that stuff. Eric Andre built his career off of what Tom Green started. The oh, Eric yeah, Andre show is basically oh, Tom yeah, Green show 2.0. Of, there's plenty of fucking idiots that could take say that they took from him. Uh, yeah. Bam Margera, fucking, uh, what's the other dumb, Andy Melanakis. Mm-hmm. All of them got that absurdist fucking, uh, the dudes that used to be on fucking late night, um, Around when Eric Andre and them, Tim and Eric. Oh, yeah. All that shit. Whitest mm-hmm. kids you know. There's so many fucking people that have taken from the fucking ridiculousness that is fucking Tom Green. Right. So we can give him that credit that he is a pioneer of this absurdist yeah. late night. I blame him because it's like <laughs> one of the worst forms of comedy, in my opinion. I like the Eric Andre show. Like, it's it's funny. Some of his shit's all right. Like, that movie he did, like, the whole movie is just about him fucking with did people. Did you watch that? Yeah, I did. It, it, it had some funny shit in it. But Okay, like, I was actually going to pick that for the podcast, but you already watched it, so I'm not going to. But there are some, there are some, you know, some of the jokes that just don't hit right with me. Because I was like, bro, why are you fucking with people? Yeah. Like, you know but that's my sense of humor like okay so um i was what the wife was saying she's like yeah i think i've seen that in the middle of watching it she's like i have definitely not seen this i've gone 21 years of my life without seeing this and i'm mad at you for making me watch this (laughs) she was livid it's like there's a point where it's like stupid humor and then just like juvenile yeah every every like scene she was getting a little bit more angry she's like why the fuck is this a thing yeah She's like, I'm mad that this exists. That's a, a movie review from my wife about Freddie Got Fingered. I'm mad this exists. Yeah. There's a lot of people that feel that way. Yes. This is one of the worst reviewed movies of like all fucking time. 
I'm pretty sure that like most places you look it up, like it, it's like at the very bottom. So fun fact, and this is going to play into what I'm going to say a little bit later and shout out to, um, red letter media. They came up with a video a few years ago talking about Freddy got fingered and they gave me a new perspective on this movie. I liked it before, but this new perspective is like, I think they're onto something. And this kind of like plays into that. Uh, fun fact, this film won five Razzies, including worst picture, worst actor, worst director. Tom Green showed up at the ceremony, picking up his awards. At the time, he was the only second recipient recipient to ever receive a Razzie in person. So during the Razzie awards, he brought his own red carpet to accept his awards. This makes me think he's celebrating his failure. And Red Letter Media was talking about how he purposely made a bad movie. And oh, clearly. And it's very meta. Whenever he gets the deal for his cartoons, he's like, I'm going to get, how does a million dollars sound? He's like, that's great. And it's kind of the same thing with this movie. Like, he can't believe somebody gave him $14 million, which is the budget of this movie, to make a movie. Tom Green, of all people, got a budget of $14 million to make a movie. And because it's like, like you said, he he was smart about the fact that he made this movie when he was at the height of his Tom Greenery. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, people were drinking the Kool-Aid full on at that point. Right. Like, if he'd have waited another... <clears throat> Half Another year. year, yeah. He's done. Yeah. This it, movie doesn't even make it to fucking theaters. But, like, you're right. He capitalized on himself what it was. And, yeah, it is kind of like a big fuck you. Like, you gave me all this money, and I'm going to do the same dumb shit that I want to do that nobody else cares about. Well, like, it's funny because he, uh, there were these 90s. You know, you even gave me one, the uh, Stealing Harvard. It's these just 90s ish movies and he took the tropes of those and kind of turned them on their head and the, now i think he's actually a genius uh, genius <laughs> is a strong word <laughs> he's a very intelligent guy he knows what he's I, doing I, I do think he is a smart guy because like now later in life i've watched interviews and like some of his stand-up and stuff and like he's not as big a dumbass as he yell at everybody right, he's on. just playing a dumbass yes exactly he's just like i just like to see the look on people's faces when i do the shit i do yes like, pretty much um, but yeah, he, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There is some shit in this movie that I got mad at how hard I laughed at it. Like <laughs> it's, there's just certain scenes that it's just like, you can't help it. Like you have to laugh, but like also the gross factor. Fuck dude. Nobody oh, turns up the gross factor like Tom Green. I it was, that. uh, it was originally rated an NC 17. Yeah. Cause and... there's horse cock in it three times. <laughs> like, well, supposedly the thing that pushed it over the edge was the end scene with the little boy, the, uh, you know, where they, he dubs, he's like, daddy, I'm okay. Yeah. Apparently that wasn't in there in the original cut. So him adding the, yeah, it brought it down to an R. So, and then, like I said, the poor, poor ripped horn, like, where were you at financially that you had to make this? He movie? looked like he was having fun with this. Like he, I feel like he knew what it was and just decided to have fun. The, like, that they talk about fourteen billion. He had to give Rip Torn eight of it, <laughs> so he would come up, to show up every day to make this movie. Right? Come on, Rip, we need you. We need a real actor. And I think that's part of the humor. Is he's like, I need to get a famous actor like to play my dad. He's like, actor. I need a name, a big name, like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Rip and they, Torn. And like, they all said, "Fuck you," except Rip Torn. He was like, eh, "I can use the money." <laughs> yeah, these fucking houses aren't cheap out here. Like, but yeah, 
Uh, he's got some fucking classic lines in this movie. Rip Torn does. Mm-hmm. You two faggots quit making so much fucking noise. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I didn't know if this was a thing or not, but like, how close was Tom Green to being a professional skateboarder? Because he's he fucking did. ripping shit in this movie. He did all his own stunts, so that is him. Now I know, but like, I was thinking to myself, like, you know. Because for a while, people didn't know Bam Margera was a fucking Well, he was signed, yeah. And uh, Jason Lee was a professional skateboarder. Yeah, these all these guys came from the same, like, uh, skateboarding era. And I love it because... And that's the reason, another reason I think that this film is very meta. Because Tom Green is very, like... Those skateboarders are very anti-establishment, you know? And so he's going to make an anti-establishment movie. Like, I'm going to make a movie that doesn't fit in with your other movies. I'm going to make my own thing, and I'm going to make fun of shit, and I'm going to do shit that you don't want me to do. I'm going to play with a horse cock and, you know, wear, wear a deer. Look, Daddy, I'm a farmer. And I was like, what the fuck is even going on? The way that he fucking swerves in James Bond style from off the road. Mm-hmm. So start farm, son, get back. <laughs> he just fucking grabs his fucking horse's cock. Fun fact, Tom Green says that was a stand-in. That wasn't actually him. But people on set, like, yeah, that was actually Tom Green. So yeah. it's not confirmed, but you, yes, know. you know he did. Oh, yeah. I mean, have you seen the show? He sucked on a cow's tit. So, um, so yeah, this movie does have kind of a loose story. Um, he won't, he, he's a, he's an animator and he's trying to sell his cartoons. So right. he drives out uh, the fucking <laughs> cat that can only see through wood. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I thought it was really funny. Uh, the beginning. He, Is that Anthony Michael Hall that's playing the fucking. Uh, that's playing the. Oh, 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 the executive. The, yeah, the executive. Yes. I was like, why do I fucking think this guy looks so familiar? Yeah. No, no, no. Go down. Go down. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. Go up. I thought that was him down at the bottom. Yeah, it is, man. Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Fucking Johnny be good, man. He was great in this too. Like he really, yeah. Not like he phoned it in. He was having fun with it. I mean, fuck. At that point, his career was over anyway. So he was just like, "Thanks for the money." But uh, yeah, at the beginning of the movie. Well, first of all, let's talk about the skateboarding scene because I feel like he's he's trying to say something, and you know, I'm just trying to give Red Letter Media credit for most of these things because this is where I'm getting a lot of it from. But they were talking about how this opening scene, him riding a skateboard through a mall. You're not supposed to ride skateboards through a mall like this is your establishment and i'm upsetting your establishment and that's like him saying like that's what this movie is and that's cute if you're like 16 yeah but you're 28 doing that shit yeah and you're making the movie so mm-hmm. like we know that like you okayed all of this and they said a good thing that like really hit the nail on the head this movie is the joke you know what I mean? Mm. Not the things in the movie are the jokes. This whole movie is the joke. The fact that it exists is funny. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some shit in this movie. Like I said, you just can't help but laugh at. But like. I laughed at the beginning part where he uh, he's getting on a bus and he's like, you're not getting on that bus. And he's like, you bought me a ticket to get on the bus so I can go. So I'm getting on the bus. And he's like, not. And he shakes the keys. <laughs> and then he's like. Do they do love me more, Freddy? Because I don't see two LeBarons out here, Freddy. I only see one LeBaron. <laughs> I just think they fucking keys me. Made me laugh. That did too. Because like, if anybody has a sibling, like you can relate to that. Like, 
We don't love you more, Fred. We don't love him more, Freddie. Yeah, they do. They bought me a LeBaron. You don't have a LeBaron, Freddie. But it is really funny. Like, he leaves home to skateboard through a mall. No, I, I love get- when he gets in the car and he's like, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good. But he leaves home to skateboard to the bus station to meet his parents that probably left home as well. Right. To meet him at the bus station to yeah. give him a car. To, to go. To go drive away. It's like, why did you let him leave the house? Why didn't you just give him the little Baron while he was at home? <laughs> why did you buy him a bus ticket if you were going to buy him a car? I don't think they actually bought him the bus ticket. He was getting on the bus. Yeah, but it doesn't show the ticket. This you is what we're, we're going to argue about, about this fucking movie. <laughs> it's about what modes of transportation he fucking took to get to where. Dude. That makes no fucking problem right now. <laughs> The fact that he James Bond swerved in to grab a hold of a fucking horse cock. We're not going to let the horse cock go. I'm not going to let it go, dude. It's ridiculous. There's no point. There's no point in time. There is a point. At the beginning of the movie. See how much we can get away with before the movie gets banned? Well, there was another cock in the movie at the end of the movie. Yeah. It was a payoff. He jerks off an elephant and sprays his dad with elephant cum. It's 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 the grossest fucking thing I've ever seen on TV. Set up with the horse and then you pay off with the elephant. That's a huge stretch, but you know. No. <laughs> yeah, like if you're if you're uh, uncomfortable with animal anatomy, yeah, and the re- the rest of this movie you're gonna be fine. There's a lot of fucking gross shit in this movie, dude. I love it. I forgot how much was in it. Like I almost fucking threw up twice watching. So this. I rented this. It was only a dollar off like Amazon. I got to a certain point in the uh, the hospital scene. I know you know what I'm talking about. And then the wife was so un- like bitching and i was like i'm not gonna sit here and make you watch this i get it like it's a terrible movie and so i turned it off and i had to go back and rewatch it so uh without her mm-hmm. so, you, <laughs> so that's how bad it was was i had to turn it off for the wife <laughs> yeah she like stopped talking to you for the rest of the day yeah no i told uh i told my wife uh she was like i'm gonna go swim with the kids at your mom's i was like oh you don't want to stay and watch the movie with me this week She's like, what is it again? I was like, it's uh, Freddie got fingered with Tom Green. And she was like, fuck that. And walked out the door. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I sat and watched this by myself at the house. Like I said, and you were dying laughing the whole time. Not the whole time. Like I said, there was a couple of plays. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to jump around a little bit of what no, I did. You're fine. And what I did like. Okay. When he, when that fucking chick in the wheelchair wants him to beat her fucking legs with that bamboo, like at first I'm like, I'm not gonna laugh that hard. And then he starts getting into that shit, like he's chopping that fucking wood, and he fucking smack her in the, the face. face. You fucking idiot! I can feel my face. <laughs> I don't know why, but like I couldn't fucking handle it. And then she's like. It's time for your blowjob. He's like, <laughs> he doesn't want a blowjob. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. He's like, there'll be two more blowjobs than we've ever gone out. Like, no, where I turned it off is the second is uh when she tries to give him a blowjob and he li- she lifts up his shirt and he has oh, the umbilical yeah. cord taped to him. That's where I was like, this is too much. Like, I have to turn it off. Because yeah, <laughs> it's a little, that's uncomfortable. Could you imagine? I was just trying to put myself the in her smell. place. Like, I can work around it. I can work around it, right? If you like are about to do something sexual with a person and they have somebody else's umbilical cord taped to them, like it's just so. He still had the blood from the childbirth on his fucking shirt when he went over there. He didn't even wash his hands. Right. You know he didn't. 
Yeah, there's a lot of gross shit in this movie. Like, he gives birth to a fucking baby and then swings it around. But he kind of made it cry. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the Native yeah. American women, though, chanting, like... That was fucked up. <laughs> like, I was just like, what is going on here? And then they're all covered, everybody's covered in fucking blood. Harlan Williams busting his shit on that fucking uh, skateboard thing was funny. And then when they showed his fucking bone and Tom Green's fucking doing that shit, I was like, this is fucked up. <laughs> Riptor goes out, what the fuck are you screaming about? He's like, Jesus Christ, you old fucking ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> what else uh what else did you laugh at just the back and forth between him and fucking finch from american pie yeah that he's like i have a job dad has a job we're contributing to society he goes is that why you live in a shit old apartment you come, come over here and eat, eat breakfast, free breakfast? <laughs> is that how good you're doing freddie <laughs> And the fact that his brother's 25 and he says that his dad figures his ass, like, what the fuck? The child, when he takes Child protective services? Bitch, I'm grown. I'm not going anywhere with you. <laughs> he's like, I didn't give... I love like, that he's sitting in this room with all these little kids <laughs> watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of yeah, all things. Yeah, I was like, that? What? Like, also makes no sense. Like you said, the, this fact, the, everything about this movie is meant to make you go, like, what the fuck, dude? Um... But yeah, uh, he's like, he's like, so did your dad figure you? And he's like, no, no, I don't know why people keep asking me that. And he's like, hey, man, you don't have to hide in here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, uh, like, when his dad pulls the fucking skate ramp out and then runs it over. And oh, shit, yeah. And he tells his mom, he's like, you should go have sex with big black athletes like and then the fucking end would like she's laying in bed with Shaq I thought that was hilarious I was like that's a good payoff right yeah there. all right look man I got this pierced that is pretty pierced. funny like to get back at his dad you tell your mom to go fuck BBC's yeah like you, sh- you shouldn't have to deal with this <laughs> you should go get laid mom yeah also shout out to uh Julie Haggerty she was the mom in uh, Just Friends. She's the mom in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's the mom of Hollywood. Yeah, she's good. I love her. Uh, that's what I wanted to pick was Just Friends. That's what I should have picked. But I feel like that's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Um, you could pick it this year on our Christmas list. There you go. Um, but yeah, the daddy, would you like some sausages, lives rent-free in my brain. Yes. No, I tell you what lives rent-free in my fucking head, and I forgot about it until I watched it. Look at my hooves. <laughs> my hooves. <laughs> Stupid shit that I was like, right, like my eight year old self when I saw this movie, fucking, I was just like, dude. You haven't seen it since, have you? Fuck no. Why would I? <laughs> like, yeah, there was a lot of stuff I actually forgot about this movie. Like, as I was watching, I was like, I forgot about this shit. And then, like you said, the shit with the deer, uh, when he got fucking. Yeah, by the semi, and he slids like a hundred feet on the ground. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, executive, like he, he shows him his cartoons, and he's like, "They're the drawings are pretty good, but the stories doesn't Shit. make sense. It's stupid. You have to get inside the animals." So he's driving, and he sees the deer on the side of the road. Cuts that motherfucker open. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how much of this movie? And then he's like running around. With the deer on, which he did in the show, didn't he? Did I he? think I think there was. I, think I, he did I can't that in the say, show but I, yeah. first, mm-hmm. like, 
Yeah, he's just a fucking weirdo, man. I love it. He's doing things to upset people, and that's what was making me laugh, is like how upset my wife was getting was making me laugh harder. Because, like I say all the time, that's my humor. Like, people getting upset at things makes me laugh. Right. Like, watching people get mad and frustrated. I I mean, I like a good foul joke and shit just as much as the next one. But like Mm -hmm. I said, this is just like borderline like i don't know man so i guess it's low-hanging fruit in my in my mind like i guess you could say that but i feel like he's purposely doing it like they're not just dumb jokes like i feel like he actually thought this stuff through because like i said he there are these 90s tropes like the fancy restaurant scene yeah that scene is in a shit ton of movies the like yeah. romantic scene that takes place in a uh in a fancy restaurant and all this is where these people are having this connection he takes that and flips it on his fucking head and he's throwing glass the fucking running joke of the little kid kills me getting fucked up because yeah it's like slap like slapstick you always have that character that's getting hurt but he takes it he makes it a little boy and he gets fucking demolished like at the beginning of the movie he slams his face into the side of the car and it's just covered in blood and his scream is fucking priceless he gets hit in the face with the fucking bottle and then his dad throws a baseball and like right knocks his all his shit. teeth. <laughs> Dude, he's got a fucking tooth through his lip. Yeah. Oh, brutal. So he's taking these things that are prevalent in the movies at the time and he's just making jokes out of them. So there does take a sense of like knowing what's going on. Like I said, I, it's definitely one of those things. that's like he's in on it. Yeah. He's the one. Like you said, it's all on purpose. And now watching this movie, I get that. But like, I don't know. Some of it was, like I said, some of it was funny, but some of it. Is- but yeah, some of it is Tom Green stupidness that he's just yeah. throwing in, like the whole sausage thing or the the meat factory, the yeah. cheese making sandwich thing where he's like, ding dong, that ding guy, dong. I love that that guy was being a fucking asshole and he fucking puts like 25 pounds of cheese yeah, on yeah, the sandwich. Yeah. I was like, everybody who works in retail wishes they could do that. Um, You could stick it up your bum. <laughs> <laughs> then he just fucking throws it i had a lady at work when i worked at walmart we i was a uh, part of the floor cleaning crew and we had to move the the action alleys the things then the middle of the uh alleyways we had to move them out so we could uh clean and wax the floors we didn't have anywhere to put them so we were putting them in the uh the clothing section and this one lady is like she works there and she's like do you have to put those there i'm like where else do you want me to put them she's like i know one place you can put them and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you just, you were holding on to that one for a while, weren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking little old lady just told me to stick a fucking whole Racking display in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, well, I hope you have a good night back at the home. <laughs> you old bitch. Old bitch. Um. <laughs> I hope you got Ben Stiller as a fucking hostel or whatever they call it. Orderly. Another thing Red Letter Media pointed out that I thought was really funny. So he gets the million dollars and um, he does the whole like it's a breakup scene where he gets mad at his little girlfriend and he makes it up to her by buying her jewels. He's like, look, Betty, I bought you jewels. She's like, I don't want jewels. I just want to suck your cock. But the second time she does it, she's like, I just want to. She looks off. I just want to suck your cock. Like. Either and they made the point. Either she's about to bust out laughing, or she's like, "I can't believe I'm in this movie saying this shit." And you're not sure which one it is. It could be both. <laughs> it could be a little bit of both. Uh, 
the fact that she like wants to be a rocket scientist and make a rocket chair, which is cool and all. But then her hobby is flipping fucking creamers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck is that? Like, just, just off the wall shit, man. Whole movie is completely off the fucking wall. I uh, I don't know, man. I'll try to think of anything else that had me laughing. The uh, the father scene whenever he comes back home and he's in the basement. And his dad just gets oh, yeah. drunk because this is after he told fucking chugging wild turkey. Yeah, I uh, come on, son, come on over here, and fuck me, fuck your daddy, fuck your daddy, fuck your daddy. And uh, Julie walks in and sees it, and she drops her tea. What the fuck is wrong with what you? The fuck is wrong with you? Come on, baby. But yeah, that was the moment that I was like, Rip Torn really agreed to this. Like, he must have. It's tough. Yeah. That looks like he pulled his own ass out for that. The footage from the surgery Freddy's watching is when the cop and the therapist come to his door is actual footage of surgery Tom Green underwent to remove his lymph nodes. I, to thought, his I, remember, I thought I remember something about that. Yeah. So that was actually his the inside of Tom Green's body. He had test. He had a uh, ball cancer too. Yeah, he had it removed. Well, that's yeah. what it was saying. It's because of testicular cancer, but he got it removed. Yeah, I remember that so vividly because he, he brought did a whole his special. He brought his ball on television and showed it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was like a whole Tom Green gets a testicle removed special on MTV. Yeah, it was like an hour long. Yeah, and Drew Barrymore was there with him the whole time, like because they were married at that time. That's another thing. Like, who she married this motherfucker on purpose? Like she is just They were together. They were dating. So they were dating when this was filmed. I was trying to see if it was on here. But anyway. She got her little cameo in. They uh they got married shortly after. They divorced after six weeks. <laughs> I wonder what he did. Uh you gotta wonder because she had to know going in, like this is gonna be a fucking circus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I, I remember we were talking about it last week when we were talking about stealing Harvard. Like, you think that Tom Green's like probably chilled out? Like, he has a little bit, you know. He's like fifty, but like, dude, he dropped a fucking rap song walking down the beach the other day about some dumb shit. And I was just <laughs> like, no, this guy is still going, fucking yep. full fledged. Yeah, he he's still kick, killing it, dude. If you hear this, if you ever hear this, Tom Green, feel feel free to hit us up. We'd love to have you on. I would love, like, and my all- friend here would fucking go ape shit to get I- to ask you some questions about your just your mind. In all honesty, I would love to interview him about this movie to to know how much of it was purposeful. I, I and- would just about his acting career in general, or just yeah, his career in general. Yeah. How much is that is what you have to put in, or how much of that is actually in the script? Now, obviously, Freddie already figured you did whatever the fuck you wanted. Right. We could see that. There yeah. are little like subtle jokes in it too. Like, uh, remember when he's talking to Drew Barrymore in the office, and you can tell some of the shots are kind of like the colors off. Mm. Like people say that was purposeful. Like he obviously didn't mean to do like right. accidentally leave that in the movie. Like he purposely told them to not color grade the shot. Yeah. Like, it's just little subtle jokes that you know he just threw in there because he thought it would be funny. Dude, when she gets shoved through all the fucking containers, like, that was funny. (laughs) It's like she didn't know that was going to happen. Did you tell Rip Torn to push me through a bunch of fucking... (laughs) No. Yes, I did. (laughs) 
So you said this movie cost fourteen. There's, fourteen million. There's no way I made fourteen million dollars back. Gross worldwide, fourteen million three hundred and forty-three thousand dollars and twenty-eight cents. It literally made ten bucks. That's it. That covered all it took to make the movie. Pretty much, <laughs> it made all its money back. So it wasn't a total loss. So you don't think it got a sequel? Nah. You don't think it's gonna get a sequel like mm-hmm. now? Unfortunately, not. This is one thing I don't feel like I had sequel syndrome to. I think this movie deserves more of a cult following, though, if I'm being completely honest. I think it's had its time to, no. get, it, to get it. You know. What oh, I, mean? well, well, I see what you're saying. Like, it should be, but it's still not. But I know I'm saying it should be, but I'm just saying if it was, yeah. it would be by now. Right. You know I, I mean? feel it deserves it, though. It deserves cult status. And that's, that is great that you have that opinion. <laughs> but the rest of us have already spoken on that. They've been voted off the island. So this is one of those movies I saw when it came out and I was like, that was actually pretty funny. I have not really, I've thought about it since, but I haven't really gone back and watched it. And I watched it for the podcast and I was like, this might make it back on my rotation because it's funny. Like I genuinely fell in love with this movie. Like I'm dying laughing at this movie. And as your friend, I'm here to tell you, don't tell other people that. (laughs) Like it's It's going to make my top 10. It's one of those (laughs) movies that you keep in here. (laughs) It's like uh, it's like my uh, love for like idle hands and and uh, things like that. You know, you just keep that in there. You keep it you just, in your own little special place that you don't let it buried deep down, <laughs> so the rest of the public just doesn't need to know about that. They don't have to know everything about right, you. right, right. That you could be the biggest Tom Green fan in the world, just <laughs> inside. Like me and Creed. Like I love Creed, but you know, like you choose to listen to Creed inside, and that's fine. As long as you're listening. No. So so this is a highly recommended for you? Like, I can't imagine you're grading. Like, this would be highly This is highly recommended, and I can't stress enough. If you have not seen it, you should watch it. And if you forgot about this movie, please revisit it. I want to get it on the cult status Hall of Fame of movies that people love. Yes. It's not going to happen. Highly recommended. That's not going to happen. That is the highest recommendation you've given any movie on this. Well, only because it's so like low on the totem pole. I feel like Like, you're trying to piss me off like the movie now. (laughs) There's no way that you're giving it this high of a recommendation. It's it's because it doesn't get the love it deserves. It's the only reason I say that. I I think it it deserves. If it gets any love at all, it's it's the right amount. No. I feel like, I mean, you know. Like, who owns this fucking movie other than you and Tom Green, man? <laughs> I bet he gave a copy out to the cast, and they were like, nah, I'm good. I'm <laughs> trying to forget I'm in this movie. Yeah, I don't want to be reminded. Actually, take my name out of the credits, please. That poor blonde girl, I haven't seen her anything since. <laughs> like, and I remember she was in a couple movies. Yeah, I was just looking that, that up. She, uh, she was actually in a few movies. Not much after this, I bet. She was in Super Troopers. Ah, that's where it is. That's Pumpkin. where I knew her from. Yeah, Super Troopers is by far her best movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't see much else. See that I recognize anyway. He fucking killed her career. <laughs> killed it. Yeah, she's in teaching Mrs. Tingle. Weird signs. I remember that. Oh, movie. that's a TV series. But anyway, yeah. What do you? I don't even want to hear your rating. You're gonna give it like a two. What did I give Troll to? Because it's better than that. I think you gave Troll 
I don't remember. I don't even remember what I gave Troy. If I gave it a positive number, that would be surprising. Yeah, same. I think you gave it a negative rating. I think you were. Did I give it? I feel like I might have given it. Because you did that with Pi. You're like, I give it a negative 3.14. That's right. Yeah, I did say that. (laughs) So you might have given Troll a negative rating. So this is going to definitely be in my top five lowest rated. But um, I don't know, man, because I went pretty hard in on fucking. You uh, laughed, though. Yeah, I know. But I don't know if like the laughs outweigh the pissed off. I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. Three? Three and a half. Three and a half. And you know, and that's only because I did I did I, I counted on my hand. I got like six laughs out of this movie. <laughs> so it gets three and a half. Oh, the scuba scene was fucking hilarious. Take off my scuba gear, you fucking retard. <laughs> it's a treasure. It's so butter rope, you fucking moron. <laughs> The backwards man, the backwards man. The that backwards I laughed man. at. That I laughed at. <laughs> I'm just looking at the photos now. The fucking I love this movie. I have a new appreciation for this now. And if you have not seen Red Leonard Media's like breakdown of this movie, you should definitely watch it because I did not do it justice. But I'm sure you've already seen it anyway. And I'm kind of like, oh, who are these assholes to try to make this movie smarter than it is? Like. <laughs> Well, I know what we're getting you for 4K this year. They uh, it only has a DVD release. It yeah, has, I don't know how it fucking got that. Like, I want to start up my own co- production company, not production company, but you know, a remaster company, mm-hmm. and I want to give Freddy Got Fingered a 4K release. You with all the special features and everything that I can find. Only you and Tom Green. There are movies that don't get like the love that they deserve, and I I feel Freddy Got Fingered deserve. You want to start that company with me? Our first go out will be Freddy Got Fingered. Nobody will give us money for that. We'll, we, we won't know that's unless we try. The, that's not the flagship movie you go out with. You're better off trying to get a Mario Brothers fucking 4K release <laughs> with fucking... Uh, I would love to do that too. Yeah, that John Luke was Actually, it would be kind of fire. Yeah. Like, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, that's the thing. All those like... Movie. All those underrated movies i saw the new the cartoon yeah me and the me and the b saw it i heard they're it's fun it's it a is. good kid it was it was very fun jack black fucking killed it as bowser man uh his fucking song that he does in it peaches <laughs> peaches peaches it's like a tenacious d song but it's with mario characters it's pretty good uh i'm glad jack black is still on the radar you know what i mean like he could have easily fell off like tom green but he's still around the fact that he's still willing to have fun and be in kids' movies, I think, is like, like think about his last 10 great things that he's done mm-hmm. Jumanji, Kung Fu Panda, and now now Bowser in this. Like, I mean, that's just what he does. He's in the kids' movies now. Yeah. Like, and he's great at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, me, me and him enjoyed it a lot. Like, I thought it was good. Heard a lot of Easter eggs. It's like an Easter egg movie. Oh, it's so good, dude. They just expanding, expanding on the universe. Mm-hmm. Sucks we're not probably not get a sequel for it to like 2028 or some shit, but like <laughs> it was good. Well, good. I'm glad. I'll be buying it when it comes out. Oh yeah. I like the Sonic movies too. I, I thought they were good. I mean, I haven't watched them, so I can't really speak on it. I do it makes me wonder now, like if I would have liked them more if they hadn't put them in the real world. Yeah, like they would like if made, they would have just, just made a cartoon, anim- animated, animated, yeah. Because Illumination, fuck, they put some money into this bitch. It's where the talent's at. It looks like you're on a Nintendo Switch. Like, it's crazy, mm-hmm. like the detail. Um, 
And just the way that he would use the the power ups and stuff was really cool too. Um, and they actually paid some homage to the to the old school cartoon, like the the intro where they rap and shit on their commercial. Like oh, that yeah. was taken from the original show. Oh wow! I'm pretty sure they gave the original two guys that uh, a, a part in this one because mm-hmm. like it shows them and their family and shit at the beginning, and those other two guys' voices sound very familiar. So I feel like I have to fact check myself on that but. and speaking of voices chris pratt did an okay job yeah Voice acting was all good i was really worried that he was going to try to do the italian thing mm-hmm. and it's just for like a couple seconds that he's like uh they're, they're he's like do you think we should have went so heavy with the accents and he's like he's like yeah people love that like but after that he just kind of talks normal yeah charlie day is fucking great as luigi oh yeah i believe that seth rogan kills it as donkey kong like like i said it's a good it's a good cartoon man uh, I might check it out when it comes out. We had a lot of fun with it. Um, I watched that murder mystery too, and I don't know if you ever watched the first one or not. Started watching it, turned it off. You didn't like it? Oh, the dude. wife didn't like it. I was into it, but oh man, me and my wife, we liked both of them. Mm-hmm. I thought the second, second one, was, one was good. I laughed more. I, I I was surprised. I laughed more in the second one than I did the first one. Mm-hmm. Like the second one, uh, Sandler actually was on. It's surprising that Adam Sandler still. Putting out decent movies, I think he's here and there. I like it. I like it. I mean, I get it that he wants to do other stuff, and uh, I almost picked another Sandler movie this week. Oh yeah, just to go back into the Sandler warehouse. But you know, I was like, nah, it's time to let that go. I kind of want to get it. Like I noticed, I we're kind of touching on different comedians throughout our life. You know, mm-hmm. there's actually one I have in my back pocket. I'm waiting for a special time to pull him out, but okay. until then. Well, I liked the idea of giving you two options last week so much that I think I'm going to I thought we were going to do Uncle Buck. Nah, see, that was last week's. That was the last week's. And now I get two new picks? Yeah, you get two new picks. You either get to do Lord of War or Basketball. I'm going to do Lord of War because... See, I knew you would say that you're too excited for Lord of War, so we're doing Basketball. I don't know why I didn't learn. (laughs) I didn't learn last time. I got you twice. I got you twice. (laughs) I was going to say, Nick Cage, like... I really wanted to do Lord of War, but I was like, Greg will like that too much. It's because it gives... Because I've always liked match years. That's what I've been doing. Like, you give me Lord of War, I'm going to dig into... You're going to go back in and give me some terrible fucking Nick Cage movie. Yes. That's what I said. So I'm going to dangle it, and then I'm going to pull it back, because that's what you get for giving me Freddy Got Fingered. Okay. So yeah, we're doing basketball. Fine, because I already have one to match that one with it. What, and what you it? already know what it is. Oh, Orgasmo? Yes. Yeah. I own it, though, so uh, you don't have to give that to me. So in the next two weeks, we're going to be doing bas- basketball and uh, orgasmo. orgasmo. I have not seen Orgasmo probably since the first time I saw it, so that'll be cool to dive back into that. But yeah. I love basketball, and it technically counts as a sports movie, so you can't get mad about that either. True. And this is like, this movie's fucking hilarious. <laughs> we go, bitch, you're my new best friend. Fun fact. Fun fact. I haven't seen it. You've never seen basketball. No. You're welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. It's been on my to watch list since it came out, but I just don't know why. And I don't think about watching it. So it's like a live action South Park. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. crazy as fuck. Yeah. And I love South Park. I don't know why I haven't. Big time cameos in this one, too. No. Yeah. I'm excited to actually watch it. So thank you. Yeah. It's funny. I've seen Orgasmo, but I haven't seen basketball. That is, that is, well, I mean, because you don't like sports. And it's like a sports spoof. Yeah, that's true. 
And even if they're not taking the sport seriously, it probably would still bore you. Mm-hmm. But this is like, I wish they would make this a real fucking sport. <laughs> Me and my friends used to play this shit in the neighborhood after this movie came out. Oh, like, yeah. Yes. You try to psych people out while they were fucking shooting. Mm-hmm. And you could do anything you want. You just couldn't touch them. So like, we'd be fucking talking shit about their mother, whatever, dude. <laughs> anything to miss this guy, make this fu- miss this fucking shot. But yeah, it's a good movie. You're going to like it. I'm excited to finally watch it. But yeah, that's... Uh, that was all I... I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I hated that shit. You hated Tom Green. I didn't hate it. I Ready mean, got figured. I'm just... I, like I said, I was never a big Tom Green guy. And I like I said, I, it's hard for me to go after stealing Harvard because I feel like that's the perfect amount of Tom Green. I get that. And I think Tom Green, like, in the right role, like, stealing Harvard, I think he's a great addition. Right. Like, and his I mean, little... His little quips can right, really when, add to it. When he shows up for, like, five minutes, it's fine. But, uh, yeah, when you give him his whole movie, you get... Freddie got fingered, which is just absolute nonsense. Just chaos. Yeah, it's just chaos, basically. And uh, um, but yeah, I was thinking about that because I was thinking about how he pioneered the absurdist late night show, and it got me thinking about the Eric Andre show. And I was curious if you've seen that movie or not, but it was pretty good, like surprisingly. Dude, think of how good of an actor John C. Riley is, and then he did that dumb shit on Adult Swim for a long time. Where he had the fucking glasses on. And Don't talk shit. Duck his hair straight up. What Don't the fuck was the name of that bullshit? I don't remember. <laughs> exactly. Because that's how fucking stupid it was. You don't even remember. You ever watch uh, Eastbound and Down? I do like Eastbound and Down. Yeah, it's pretty dumb, but funny. It is. <laughs> but Danny McBride's so serious, though, like when he's delivering, delivering it. Yeah. And I tell you what's even better is like Will Ferrell on that show. Like... I watched the outtakes from that dude. Like mm-hmm. It took everybody in there so many times to not laugh at that motherfucker. Because <laughs> he's just being so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, Eastbound and Down is probably... It, it's one of those things, like, um, I laugh a lot at it, but, like, I can't watch, like, multiple seasons of it in a row. Like, it's like, watch a couple After episodes. After a few episodes, it does get kind you of... You gotta take a break. Yeah. He's just... It's the same shit every day. Mm-hmm. Um... But like those case Swiss commercials that had him as Kenny Powers, mm-hmm. those were fucking hilarious. <laughs> so you like the silly comedy. You just don't like the absurdist part of it. Like um, Tim and Eric, I want to revisit them. Yeah, see, I, I'm not I'm not like big on that. Like there's a difference between like gross comedy and physical comedy. Like Ben Stiller, I think, is great at gross comedy. Mm-hmm. Like it's still, I don't know, it's still kind of smart. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Something about Mary. Like, that's a dirty movie, but, like, I don't know. It's fucking just. Well, Tropic Thunder is pretty gross sometimes. Yeah. Like, when he gets the fucking guy blows up and he grabs the head and all the yeah. fucking insides fall out. It's yeah. so fucking nasty, but you're laughing. He's like putting his fucking fingers in there. And he's like, see? See? It's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> Tropic Thunder. The only thing I can think of when anybody mentions Tropic Thunder is Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like the fact that they got to make that movie. You know what I mean? Like he just does Oh yeah, he says it all the time. He's like, We could not make that today. There's no way I can make that today. But they asked Ben Stiller if he like felt bad or like felt like he should apologize and he was like, No. He's like, It's a comedy. Yeah. He's like, we're not tearing. We're down making anybody's... fun of a guy playing backface. Yeah. Like that's the whole joke is we're making fun of how idiotic he is. He's like, We're not tearing down anybody's culture or anything like that. He's like, We're just 
pointing out that like and you it also helps that you have an actual black guy commenting on a white guy playing blackface so it kind of like neutralizes it i think i think that's how you do it it uh i mean robert downey jr killed that shit Mm -hmm. and he's playing like a a, like an older i don't know man like i guess like a stereotypical war like movie like uh, to me he didn't it wasn't like he was just playing a black guy like he was just playing like an old war guy right right it just happened to be black. Mm. I thought that was a real black guy. I didn't know that was Robert Downey Jr. at first. Oh, like within looking at him for like 30 seconds, I could tell it was him. Yeah. Like, I remember when the trailer for it came out, like I was just thinking like, what the fuck? How do you? <laughs> I don't know how much movie that buddy made or how much money that movie made, but yeah. Traffic Thunder had a big ass budget. It did. It was a I'm sure it made about it. a movie about a movie, you know? So. Mm. I'm sure it made its money back and then some. I remember I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see it in theaters. I definitely. It's one of those. There's a time in my life from like 19 years old till about 23. That's a haze because I was just high the whole time. Like every night. Me too. So I don't really remember. I just. The specifics. All I did was go to the movies, dude. Yeah. I would just, like I told you, I would just buy them and watch them at home. I did go to the movies every once in a while, but not every weekend. I've always loved the theater experience. Same. I always said if anybody was going to kill me, they, they knew where to find me. <laughs> yeah, when I was uh, when I was a teenager, the only place to hang out in my town was the movie theater. But the thing is, is you never bought a ticket. You kind of just hung out in front of it. Like, not many people would go and watch a movie. See, we did that, but we would go see the movie and then bullshit afterwards. Sometimes we did that, but most of the time they didn't. So what I had to do, after we almost got kicked out from Unbreakable, I was like, obviously I can't go to the movies with these fucking animals. I would go early, watch the movie, and then when my movie was over, everyone was starting to get to the movie theater to hang out. So That's smart, yeah. So I got to watch it in peace. And I got to hang out. out of there. No, yeah. no, dude. That's your <laughs> shit. No, they'd be like, did you just go see a movie by yourself? I'm like, yeah. Like, why? I was like, did you want to go? I'm like, no. I was like, exactly. <laughs> I would have went. Unbreakable. I bought a special edition one of those the other week. We have the special edition DVD, like the, it's an awesome. We're actually probably going to watch glass today for the first time. Cause we've been putting it off for way too long. I bought glass. Yeah. I don't know if I have split. I feel like I do, but I can't find it. We bought it. Did you watch it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I did see split. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Makes me want to watch Glass because I was like, you know how I love universes, love yeah. shared universes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam Jackson, man. I'm a big Sam Jackson fan. A lot of people call him Samuel L. I call him Sam Jackson because that's, that's when I first started watching him. This is when you guys are best pals. Well, when I first started watching it, they put Sam Jackson on the covers, mm. not Samuel L. Jackson. Right. And whatever I think of him, that's what I think of is Sam, Sam Jackson. Jackson. But if I feel like if we ever did meet, we would we would hit it off very well. 100%. Man, would be another another shout out, Sam Jackson, if you're ever listening and you want to have an interview yes. or hang out, you, you know, can, hit us up. You can hang out in as many episodes as you want. It would be cool if we did get like celebrity interviews like that. One day. Yeah. One day. They just gotta I mean, us. we're getting there. We hit another milestone. Do we hit 300? I saw we were at 298. No, day. I was talking about the Underworld. Yeah, I know. 10K, we, got our, we got our first 10K video view of Underworld. So shout out to you guys that. Thank you, everybody. 
Um, but yeah, uh, I don't think there's ever been anybody in human history that has said the word motherfucker the way Sam Jackson has. Right. And there never will be another one. Nah, that's that. Like when I hear the word motherfucker, I think that there should be a picture of him Mm -hmm. dressed as Jules saying it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because nobody, nobody's even came close in my opinion. Motherfucker. Yeah, I love it. English, do you speak it? English, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> I do love me some Sam Jackson. Like, every day, yeah. motherfucker, I day, I double dog day, you motherfucker. Like, uh, Black Saint Moan, one of my favorites. I don't know, you know what? One of these days we're going to have to do that movie because I have only seen it once, but I remember it being very good. It's so good. And it turned me on to blues music. Like, I've always been into metal. I never really got my foot in the door with the blues but then i watched black snake moan and i love that that fucking guitar and sam jackson actually fucking singing i was like this shit goes hard as fuck and it's another like it's another opportunity that justin timberlake is so sneakily talented because that was like when i was like man this guy can't be a good singer dancer and a fucking actor but like there's not anything that i've seen justin timberlake in that i'm just like i sucked i wish the guru movie didn't suck so bad Cause he's because he's good his it. part in it is like fuck, is so fucking funny. Yes, he is funny. Like, plays a French Canadian with a huge porn stash. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, he's good in fucking Alpha Dog. He's good in fucking End Time. He's good in. Uh, I haven't watched End Time. I actually liked it. I, I heard it's it was pretty bad. bad. I mean, it's not t- great, but like, I like the premise of it. Yeah, maybe could have been executed better. But yeah, I think that's the most. Like, if you think about the time thing too much, it, like, kind of falls apart is what I've heard. Yeah. Um, well, it's just, like, a commentary on us. Like, time. Like, that's the only thing you can't get more of is time. Right. And that's, like, it's, like, putting it, like, out there. Like, now you literally know exactly how much time you have left in your life. And it's, like, everybody lives at this, like, faster pace than they should. Yeah. Because they're, like, so worried about it. And, like, instead of getting paid money, you get paid more time. Oh, really? So you work like a fucking slave job and they put like two more hours on your life. Well, it harpens back to like living a long, boring life or living a fun, short life. Uh, Time is money. Yeah. That's pretty much what it's. Yeah. But anyways, he's good in that. He's good in that Friends with Benefits. It's not the greatest movie with him and uh, Mila Kunis. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's all right. Yeah. He's good in it. I remember being very forgettable because I have seen it, but I can't remember it. He's funny as shit in that uh, bad teacher with Carmen uh, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, that's a Jason funny Siegel. fucking movie, right? Like he plays such a dork in that shit. It's funny as hell. I didn't expect that one to be good until my buddy was like, "Dude, that dude, bad teacher is fucking hilarious." That was when I went in with no expectations. Yeah, like, actually laughed pretty good. Yeah, if you haven't seen Bad Teacher, it's pretty fucking funny. Jason Siegel's hilarious. Mm-hmm. What do we talk about? Throw, throw at her. Throw through her. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, so we're going to do basketball next week. All right. Till then, guys. Later. Later.